Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. Okay. With your host, Lauren Weissman. This is a fully licensed theme song for the show about stuff that makes you say, Wait, what? what? Really? really? Okay. okay. How do you market a podcast? A digital endurance proof of concept. Episode 26. We're getting paid for this fully licensed theme song For the show about stuff that makes you say Wait, what? Really? Okay Okay, why are all our jokes one-liners? Well, you know they say it cater to the attention span of your audience No, that was RKVC. I am not making any comments about my audience This is episode 26 of Wait, What, Really, Okay? The title is How Do You Market a Podcast, a Digital Endurance Proof of Concept. Now, the proof of concept is this podcast, the last 25 episodes, and what I've done with supplemental material since it was launched on March 3rd, as well as all the other pieces of the puzzle to do what this podcast is doing. And I'm not just talking about listenership or or certain numbers there. I'm talking about the aspects of SEO. I'm talking about the introductions to advertisers that have come on to this show. For this show, we're not going to have any advertisers. This is sort of a recap, and so I'm going to fill up just talking to you. I've been a guest on a great deal of podcasts. I've been a guest on a lot of radio shows. I was very interested in how it worked. I got into a bad situation with a guy that hired me to create a concept, this, this digital marketing, digital endurance concept that I had started to put together prior to working with him. As I built it up, I really got excited. Then this guy just, I don't know, short-ended, short end of the conversation here. He screwed me over. A friend of mine just outside of Los Angeles said, hey, look, with all this work that you've put into it, why don't you launch your own podcast? You haven't really done that much with audio. You've got the video with the YouTube, the posts, the pictures, the links, the blogs. And I thought, yeah, why not? But I wanted to do something a little bit more systematic, a little bit more planned. And I wanted to look at where podcasts and radio shows work and where they're failing these days. You see certain people, and these are those larger scale, Adam Carolla and uh, Chris Hardwick, just on the, the top of the scale, the most advertising, the most listening. Then you look at some of the people on the lower end, the ones that talk like they have these massive audiences, but are getting three or four plays. <clears throat> there is that interesting, I don't know if you want to call it an ignorance of, well, I'm putting it out there, so everybody must be listening And yet when you look at the conversion or the analytics, a lot of these people are talking, but nobody's hearing them at all. I wanted to figure out something. And I was really, I was surprised because I looked at certain people with their podcasts or with the shows that went up on the air or shows that went up on their website. And I noticed that so many, it was so inner linear based and not considering the marketing to reach out further to continue to convert, to grow that fan base. There was just the assumption of if I record it and if it's distributed, they will come. Unfortunately, anybody can have a podcast these days. Anybody can sign up on Libsyn, on Spreaker. They can get things moved over to iHeart. There's so many options out there. Blueberry, Blurberry. But what is making someone want to listen? 
and how are they finding the person that they're listening to. I decided the idea that we would start with a podcast that would come out on a Monday. The show would be on a Monday, and then Tuesday, a photo would come out. So now we've got Monday, we've got, an, we've got the audio. Tuesday, we've got the image. Wednesday, going to where I'm strongest with YouTube, there was going to be a supplemental video. Thursday, some kind of link going elsewhere or a couple of the episodes I pointed it to my consulting or the company I'm a co-partner in in leveraging smart Friday it would close off with a blog now it wasn't just the concept of saying okay here's five days basically a working week's worth of content it was how to tie these things together to build the growth to build the stamina and to compound so first off let's just rewind and go back to the podcast where a lot of people said hey this is episode 438 of the John Smith podcast I found that ineffective and as I searched through different social media sites as I searched through Google Yahoo Bing that ineffective was showing up when I looked at some of the analytics and some of the numbers of different podcasts yes there were people listening in but the more famous people yet you had your ingrown uh, you know, your ingrown audience for some of the less small variable growth. But the problem, and this showed up just like in other parts of marketing, everything was look at me, my name, the episode number, or sometimes just the episode number is the title. People loading up onto Spreaker, onto SoundCloud, the whole thing, there was no content. It was just, hey, here's episode 241. Now, just like a video on YouTube, when you fill in the content, when you're uploading that MP3 or that whatever audio file, wave file, do you realize that it can't just say, oh, wow, that was an amazing show. This is going to be optimized for all the things that were talked about in that show. That doesn't happen. So why not add the content as if it was like a blog, thinking in the sense of SEO for your show now this doesn't mean a full transcription and transcriptions can be good to an extent but why not follow the basic blogging rules make some make a title that's under 68 characters make sure that in the description there's at least 300 words make sure aspects of that description repeat that primary keyword phrase make sure that that call to action is in there that was where I started and in reference, and like I said in this, this is a proof of concept. So by all means, steal this from me. Use this from me. When you go to my podcast and I host and upload to Spreaker, I'm carried now on iHeart. A number of other channels have picked it up as well. I believe right now we've got iHeart, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, MixCloud, uh, digital podcast, uh, Blueberry, Overcast, Audio Boom, Cast Roller, Radio Line, Player FM, eBledge, Podbean, Listen, Feed Burner. It goes on. The point being with how this has been able to be distributed and how this has gone overseas and, and the numbers that have come through is much more the optimization. Because I'm not knocking myself, but I'm far from the best host. And I'm still learning this. This is episode 26. I am learning this as I go. I'm using the strategies that I know as a business advisor, that I know as a digital marketing strategist to apply to this. 
And those methods have helped push this thing up radically. Now, I decided too, where can we get in with Google, with Siri, when somebody asks a question? And if you want to stop this or after you listen, go listen to episode number three. Or don't, you don't even need to listen to episode number three. Go ask Siri if you have her. Or if you have Siri as the guy's voice, if whatever. How do you add music to your radio show? That was the focus keyword phrase of the third show. And the full show title, How Do You Add Music to Your Radio Show or Podcast Legally? I present a great deal of questions so that I can attack Siri, so that I can attack Google, Bing, Yahoo, in ways that can optimize. I'm not just uploading the name in the file. I'm trying to make sure that inside of the titles, the speaker name, and everywhere else, there's something there. These show titles include, um, are you marketing correctly to your three audiences simultaneously? How to manage your marketing time and content creation effectively? What happens when you die? Business planning and organization tips. Now, that one, and just like the one a couple weeks ago, I was trying to find some things that would draw people in. What happens when you die? That whole concept, that whole episode It focused around the idea of a loss of a business partner, of a creator, of a founder, of an executive, and is the stuff in order. But that keyword, primary keyword phrase, what can grab them? Why does it have to be episode 246? Why do you have to say the John Smith podcast? Why not try to entice the people that may already know you, the people that already love you, and really draw in the people that have never heard of you? A couple weeks ago, I got a little bit of crap for, did Clinton ever date Trump? A Republican and Democrat romance, question mark. There was nothing to do with them actually dating each other. It never happened, as far as I know. The whole point was, here's how media, you know, portrays the left, portrays the right. Here's what's going on in news. Here's what you want to think about. It was a bipartisan episode, and it drew a lot of listens. And had I just said, okay, media today or episode, uh, I think that was episode 24, wait, what really okay with Lauren Wiseman? That's That's not exciting. I even went back, I think it was episode 16, how to talk to women. But the full name, that was the primary keyword phrase. The full name was how to talk to women, men, employees, investors, et cetera. Basic biz tips. That concept went into posture, tone, volume, the way that you stagger, the confidence in your voice, all of that. But it started with a title. And at the front of that title was that keyword phrase. And when you went from, when you went from uh, Spreaker, it was www.spreaker.com forward slash user forward slash Lauren Wiseman forward slash how dash to dash talk to dash women or how to how dash to dash talk dash to dash women point with that it was named across the board and I used those hashtags and as I shared it out across social media, not just expecting people to come to Spreaker, not just expecting people to come to iHeart. I made sure it got out there. That's what you want to think about. And you can get it out there. You can bring your ideas that much further. And it doesn't take that long. 
it doesn't really, I mean, certain people get so wrapped up and I don't want to put in all the time you put in. I have more content and most of the time I'm putting in a lot less time than a lot of these podcasters. Could I break this down? Could I clean this up? Could I fix my breaths? Could I have this just be a little bit stronger? Absolutely. But it's a piece of flowing, changing content. So it's not going to be perfect. And once I'm done with this, I'm going to check the levels, lock it up, send it to Spreaker, set it up for Monday, and go from there. That in itself, with the pre-production to set up a video, a photo, a blog, and a link, by the time I shut down on Friday, I will have five days of content all set. Now, we've basically covered the podcast. We're going to move on from there. But inside of the podcast, last part here, I have a full description. And here's the big part. I don't assume that anybody has already heard or heard of or seen this podcast. So here's the introduction about it. This is, wait, what, really? Okay, this is a type of podcast. It's hosted by me. I'm a business advisor, speaker, and author. This is what we cover. This is what this episode is about and a little bit about that episode. These assumptions that we have with certain content, especially content that we want to get out further, but we get to the mindset of, oh, no, they'll just, they'll dig in or they already know. Assume they don't. In 26 episodes, I don't make any assumptions about my audience. And that's how I've broken the mark that I have right now with the listenership and with the fact of these primary keyword phrase titles that many of them you can search in Google, in Yahoo, in Bing, and they point right at me. That's putting a compound branded effort into it. It's building a digital endurance. And on that note for the endurance, on Tuesdays, I put up a picture. Most of the time and to date and for a couple more episodes, the picture is going to be, you know, the cover of the episode. I think about it almost like an album cover. I have my key logo of what, wait, what really okay is. And I switch it with different colors. The titles on top, lower left is the episode number, lower right is the date. That goes up on Tuesday. As that goes up on Tuesday, for anybody that might capture that or see that for the first time on Instagram or somewhere else or through the optimization, because with Instagram, remember, you've got your 30 hashtag uh, option. Use it. I grab a lot of people that see the Tuesday image on Instagram and then they come. I talk about this is what this week's episode is. It came up yesterday. So in a sense, new content came up on Monday. New content compounded on Tuesday, but also it could be new for somebody that hadn't connected with Monday, and now they go to see the show. Inside of that, because I'm reiterating the call to action, because I'm reiterating my titles, I'm optimizing and getting those words, those messages, those hashtags out each day, and it's not copied content. That's another thing and a side note that you want to make. Don't think, oh, you know what, I'll just, I'll do a blog, I'll, I'll transcribe. Transcription of a podcast can be great, but if you're saying that you're having a blog supplement and it's the same content, basically just written out, you're not really going to hit the optimization, especially if you're naming it the same thing and then you're ending up almost, even though one's an audio and one's written, you're, you're going to get pounded by Google if you're titling them the same. So keep that in mind. Same thing with the video. Why would you want to have, I talked to one person that had hired me 
a couple episodes in. They really loved what I was doing with Wait, What Really Okay? And they asked me to help them build a template. And yes, this is a plug. If you need help with your template, with your digital endurance brand, I'm here for you and I do do consulting on it now. But they had contacted me and said, we're putting up a video a day later of the podcast. I said, I said back up. Give me, give me this one more time. I said, yeah, no, we, we do the podcast on Monday, just the audio. And then on Tuesday, we put up a video. And I said, okay, is it of one section or something different? Oh, no, no, no. It's the podcast from the day before. We have YouTube going or video cameras going to film that. And then we stagger it. That's not interesting. If you just sat through a 30-minute or an hour show or a 15-minute show, do you really want to go over that same content again and watch those people? Or if you're more visual, why would you pay any attention to Monday? You just go watch it on Tuesday. You're more audio. Now Tuesday, that content's dead to somebody. You're not considering all the audiences. So, and as we get to Wednesday... That video supplement becomes a video that is tied into talking about a part of the podcast as a whole, but it's a supplemental. It's a piece that extrapolates, supplements, embellishes, whatever you want to say, and it adds to it. So again, what we talked about with the photo on Tuesday, somebody might come across that video. They didn't see the photo. They didn't see the podcast. They find that that's interesting. You clearly define, and the Wait What Really Okay YouTube site, I always open up with, this is the podcast video supplement for whatever episode, and here's where you can go get that episode. It's right there in the content. And what's kind of cool is where I optimize is a primary keyword on Monday, a primary keyword phrase on Monday, somewhere in that title. I now have that as a secondary keyword phrase in the video. That's kind of a sort of cross-optimization thing going on. Either way, somebody that hasn't connected with me or somebody that just ended up connecting with me there in video is now finding their way to the podcast. For someone that already knew the podcast, already listened, they knew about the photo, and now they want to check out the video. They know it's coming out on Wednesday because every Wednesday the podcast video supplement comes out. It gives them a little bit more. Thursday it goes to a link. I always like to add something. And it's a mixture of whether partially about advertising, which we'll get into toward the end, or if it's just a link that I think somebody should know about. I've done everything from here's my consulting question form to here's a link to the band that did the opening theme to Christopher Simmons and Send to Press. I did a link to Girl Chat Sports. They got a great podcast that I came across on Spreaker. I really enjoy their vibe. I love how they their take on sports. And in a way, <laughs> they're better than a lot of men. I, I did a link one week to Bragg's Apple Cider Vinegar. This is stuff that I take every morning and every night. Tastes awful but it does great stuff for your skin, for your body, for your hair. Point being still, I put something out about Bragg's apple cider vinegar. This was in the week of an episode called Why Should I Dream Small at First for My Business and My Vision. Apple cider vinegar has nothing to do with any of that. It's not anything on the Bragg's company. It's just here's something I'm talking about. 
a number of people engaged with that link, people that knew about it, people that hadn't heard about it. People were saying, wait, so this stuff really works for you. Oh, yeah, that is awful. Or I've been doing it for years. I engaged and connected with people because of posts that went out across a series of different social media sites that were branded around the podcast. As this post optimizes and goes out, it brings people back to the podcast. It's a completely different topic. It's a link. It takes them somewhere else, but it draws them back to me and my show. And that's the same thing that you can do. It's why I recommend in, if you're in a five-day situation, adding that element for that link going somewhere else. This can also be used for advertising. I had one of my advertisers for two weeks. It was a company called Sticker Giant. On the first Thursday that they advertised with me, I had their ads in the show. But I also made that Thursday link Sticker Giant. And not because I was paid to. That's my time. People can buy that Thursday link. That becomes another avenue of revenue. But because I think that people of all businesses need stickers. And I really like Sticker Giant. So I placed that in there. This week, this uh, past week, it was Fromatic. This coming week, this episode here, as you get to Thursday, four days out from today or three days out, however you count it, it's Sentex Solutions talking about the text marketing that they do. I'm sending people out and making people aware of things that they might not know of, reminding them of things they've heard of, or reintroducing them or connecting them with friends or, or products they're already using. This concept still draws people back to the podcast, and it lets them look around. What is a link supplement? Oh, look, there's a video supplement. Oh, there's a photo supplement. There's the podcast. Lastly, and not by any means leastly, I don't think that's even a word. Last but not least, the blog. Of course, that's the action where you can get the most SEO. But take note, you can get SEO off of the blogs. I'm sorry, off of the podcasts and off of the videos. If you don't think so, go title in some of my videos. And uh, from, from the video titles into YouTube, you'll see them point to me. And yes, if you do wait, what really? Okay, you do my name. That's fine. But that's only attracting the audience that knows of me or knows me. Hitting these other phrases is why people are coming to me. Vero Beach Branding. I live in Vero Beach now. And as much as I work with clients most of the time and really all the time outside of Vero Beach, I'd like to be a little bit more involved in my community. So I went after the primary keyword phrase for video supplement a few weeks ago for Vero Beach Branding. Now, when you type that in, and it's a decent search, people do type that. In YouTube, it comes straight to me. It talks about what I talk about. It talks about, it talks about what I talk about because I'm talking. I'm sorry. It's been a long day. And you know what? We're just going to keep rolling. It points to me. It's not Lauren Wiseman presents Vero Beach branding or wait what really okay, you know, video supplement. Podcast video supplement, Vero Beach Branding. I pick the ability to promote the terms, the phrases, the questions, and the titles that people are searching for and work to make those searches point to me and my content. That's the digital endurance. That's the proof of concept behind this. That's the strategy that allows for what I've been starting to call and 
kind of toy, coined the term with Minter Dial, um, brand precision marketing, really putting together the brand in the right way to get the precise marketing and the results that you want. Now, the same thing here goes in the blogs. The title of the blog, finding that primary keyword, mentioning in that keyword, hey, this is the podcast blog supplement for this episode that came out on Monday. And that ties people in. So I give people an opportunity through a, a photo, through a link and a short post, through a video and through a blog to come back and find that primary content, which is the podcast. And at the same time, it works the other way around. And for the people that are already engaged with me, as opposed to just podcast out now, podcast out now, check out this link, like so many people do, it's five days of fresh content that still connects with itself, but is moving in an embellishing supplemental and new direction. And I want to reiterate here, I mean new as in fresh. There are fresh pieces of content coming every day that cross-promote what already happened on Monday. But each day it's bringing a new piece of content to tie to the previous piece of content to also promote to the next piece of content. From a standpoint beyond the SEO, beyond the compounding of this, and by doing this for 25 episodes, Wait What Really Okay is getting amazing listens across 117 different networks. It's bringing in advertising. It's optimizing on itself. The brand inside of all the social media sites that have been reserved and set up and pointing people. It's fresh content that's continuing to compound because it's branded and marketed correctly. The last thing I have to work on is the shows. Now, because the digital marketing strategy work I do, the business advising, the speaking, and this is the last part before the ads, I work to build the best information I can and lay out what I can, but not taking up too much time. Too many people are so focused on this perfection. If it's like a radio show, you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days. You can't be so linearly focused to make everything right, because then how are you going to do everything else in your life that you need to do? I do the best I can with this, but I've formatted templates so each week I can fill in the pieces, adjust the blanks, do the new content. It's not perfect, but it serves its purpose to continually compound. These videos shot for Wait What Really Okay, the podcast video supplements. These are done on my iPhone. They're not perfect. I pop them into an iMovie template. Just as I pop the topics and finding the keyword phrases into a small text template and then uploading it and getting it ready for the next week. The point that I'm trying to make here is this does not take as much time as you think. And by having this continual fresh content and working to build it the best you can, but not killing yourself is going to allow for that much more compounding, that much more SEO, that much more reach and that much more listenership. It goes back to that old rule. Oh, great. I, uh, I spent 10 grand making this amazing video. So now you keep sharing it over and over again. And you didn't work on the branding. You didn't work on the optimizing. You didn't work on all the supplemental elements to get that video out there. So people are tired of this thing that you put so much money into and you don't see the conversion. Lastly, 
Finally, the ads. As opposed to your pitch to someone for an ad, here's a 10-second, a 15-second, a 30, a 60, a 45, whatever you're doing. You're able to say, hey, here's how we do our advertising. We put it into the podcast, but it's also optimized into the description. You're listed, if you pay this amount, as a sponsor in the photo or hashtagged or talked about in the video or added an image into the blog. Or maybe you want the whole picture and you want to be the Thursday link. This offers a higher level of revenue because as opposed to just making an announcement of whatever time count, you're bringing much higher you're, you're bringing much higher value because now maybe it's searchable on YouTube. Maybe how you phrased it with the keywords and optimized it on the blog, it shows up. Even inside of the description of the podcast of, in the content section. You're bringing up your overall worth. You're expanding how you're marketing a podcast as opposed to buying, you know, buying likes, boosting, buying ads, pushing it here, adding it there. You're marketing internally to grow this thing organically, to optimize it effectively, to go so much further than you could ever imagine. And I say this because that's what Wait What Really Okay did. It's a total proof of concept. So take those extra steps to create that extra content to reinforce your show, your brand, and your message. The attention to detail and pre-production can result in that much more of a reach and that much more endurance for your shows and all the supplemental content you create. So put that extra time into the pre-production, into the branding, into the organization, and into the execution of your podcast. When the brand is together, it will take that much less time because you can work off the templates and you'll build something that will draw that many more people, create that many more conversions and be something that can be that much more effective for you, your business or whatever you're talking about. Wait, what? Really? Okay. Okay. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.